Hey, gentlemen, boys and girls, travelers, welcome to the episode of Tommy Talk. My name is Juan. This is my partner, Anthony. He's a judo podcast for judo players by two judo players. So, Anthony, how you doing? Well, you know how I'm doing. I'm going to try. <laughs> it seems like every other episode I've been recording, uh, uh, I'm sick. So, <laughs> yeah, again, I, I was sick. Again, I'm still recovering. Um, my asthma kind of has a... Uh, long-term effects after every time I get a cold. So my cold's gone. It's just, I still have some breathing problems. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to not cough into the mic. Um, <laughs> but I was just thinking about this like yesterday. I'm like, man, my new year's training goal has not been working out. It's, <laughs> and it's already July. Yeah. We're already past halfway half point. Year, half year mark. <laughs> and I barely got much training done this year. So, um, I'm just struggling to get my stamina back. Cause again, my, I've been getting sick so often that my breathing issues mm. has, um, not been great. Cause I'm what I started a year off with a concussion and then, um, then I what traveled, then I got COVID yes. and <laughs> I got COVID and then, and, then, and then you got a cold right after your COVID. <laughs> then I got a cold. I got a cold like three times this year already, I think. So, um, <laughs> You need to take some vitamins, drink some orange juice, man. Right. Come on. There was Get my some B uh, vitamin. There was my uh uh surgery thing too. Like um that's gonna happen. Yeah, that's gonna probably take up the rest of the year because this coming month I'm gonna get uh ultrasound done on this little bump I have on my wrist. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. kind of see a scar here from the last procedure they did on me. Um so I'm gonna get an ultrasound, then I'm gonna probably get a surgery to get it removed. Um because it's starting because I'm gaining my weight back now. Um, it's I think it's starting to put pressure on the nerve mm -hmm. again. So I'm getting some wrist pain again. Okay. Uh, so yeah, not just not I guess this will be a year where I just um deal with my health stuff. So it sucks getting old, man. Like really. <laughs> and I'm telling uh, you. So <laughs> yeah, you're telling me with all my stuff. Luckily, I've always never, I've always ran away from surgery. I've always done PT and done everything I can. Yeah. And braces, like I got like an exoskeleton armor when I fight sometimes with all the stuff that I wear. But hey, at least you got your blue belt in BJJ. Yeah. Hey, so so the, fun, the funny thing, the funny thing is, um, I already got a lot of messages and jokes about people saying, "Oh, you quit now that you got a blue belt. I haven't seen you show up." I'm like, it's not on purpose. I had, I was, I got sick, like. I literally uh -huh. got the cold like the week <laughs> after I got uh my blue belt. So um mm -hmm. yeah, right now I'm breathing through my mouth, so talking is like really hard because my sinuses are blocked up. Mm -hmm. Um hey, you know what we should do? Do you remember that thing that was popping for a while where they would put that balloon in your nose and get the air pressure thing and pump oh the air God. to open up your sinuses? I'm gonna pop my eardrums or something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? They, they did I like remember. I'm fighter. not doing that. Yeah. Why not? To open you up. It's, <laughs> I think my doctor would have done that already if it works. But um, yeah, uh, teaching classes has been hard too because of talking while moving at the same time. So mm -hmm. I can't control my breathing. So I find myself like after demonstrating a couple of things, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to pass out. So <laughs> I was like heavy breathing. So I just really uh, had to modify the way I teach a little bit. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, otherwise everything's good uh, work and uh, plan. I'm planning my trip to Japan. Um, originally it was going to be October, but uh, I might push it back to November now because of um, using credit card points to travel. Mm -hmm. And um, Philippe was going to go with us earlier, um, but then he decided not to because he he's dealing with some stuff too. So, um, 
so now I can like, since I'm going by myself, basically I'm like, Oh, I can push it back to November if I want to. So it, it depends on the award availability, but, um, Mr. No days off going on another vacation, yeah. this guy, <laughs> I mean, this, so, this will be my own, but this is my vacation. This will be, my Oh, vacation. I love how you use that excuse. Yeah. I love how you love that. Excuse. Oh, but that's my wife's family vacation. That's my wife's vacation. Man. No, this is my vacation. Now <laughs> you ever had to spend time off and money, go to some place that you don't want to go to. And then the whole time <laughs> you're just like entertaining people. That's like, that's not a vacation, man, but that's a family obligation. So, oh, okay. Like, oh, would you, would you me call, to go to Ireland? <laughs> would you call going to like a funeral or a wedding a vacation? Because I, I don't think it's a vacation. Um, I think it's like an obligation. The way my family is, yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I, every time I come back from like Japan or Korea or like uh, like a vacation, I feel relaxed. But every time uh, I have to come back from like yeah. a family thing. I'm like mm. more stressed because like I just spent money and time off and I was stressed out the entire trip because particularly this time I got COVID. Right. And mm. once you're home, you have all this work piled up from when you left. So it's like, you don't feel, I don't, I don't feel rejuvenated at all. So, <laughs> so this October trip will be, uh, my, my like vacation assuming my health stuff everything goes well so all right all right and you actually go in japan the first time as a black belt so you have to you don't have to change it a yeah, little I kids change your room you kids go to big boys yeah. <laughs> people also, will play with you because they will be scared like oh he's a brown belt i don't know yeah this kind of unrelated but i was just thinking how oh because originally i was gonna go in october i'm like oh i'm gonna qualify for masters because that's when my birthday is so i'm gonna qualify to compete in the masters division starting october mm -hmm. That'll be interesting. Hmm. All right. So that's how Anthony's doing. So let's talk about some Tatami Talk news. So there's this big new thing out right now that everybody's getting on called Threads. So just everybody knows Tatami Talk is on Threads now. I know what we're going to post on there. I know how often we're going to post on there, but we're going to try to post on there. The hip new trendy thing. I never and like Twitter, so I, I don't. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't. Understand I, this I'm not a Twitter guy either. I didn't like Twitter, but you know, I've got to jump on the bandwagon now while it's hot. You know, so we have the threads out. Uh, we're gonna try to post some stuff on there. Also, for the people that are from Hollywood Judo, listen to our podcast. There's also a Hollywood Judo threads as well. So there's threads for Tatami Talk and and for Hollywood Judo. So please yep. subscribe, like. I, I don't know how this shit works yet. That's where that's where <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna announce that Philippe's coming out of his uh, competitive retirement. <laughs> that's later. That's later in the episode. That's later in the episode. Okay, we're not there just yet. All right. Uh, some other kind of interesting news that um, when this podcast episode comes out, it'll be a few days before the Golden uh, California State Games. No, no, uh, not California, yeah, California State Games. California State Games and the yeah. Bay Area Judo Championships. Yeah. So. If you're interested in talking to us, we're very nice people. Anthony's a little nicer than I am and stuff. I get a little angry <laughs> like, I want people to talk to me too. I'll be there this time. No, I, I don't really give <laughs> people talk to me. It's just, I just think it's funny. People go up to Anthony, like no problem. I just come off very mean, I guess. Very mean or cocky or I don't know what, but. It's funny because um, I, I usually get the comment that they're like, oh, you're pretty nice in person. I thought you were intimidating. <laughs> like, I, I get that a lot. And I mean, the, the kid's in my kid's class cry from seeing me the first time. And I'm <laughs> oh, like, I didn't Mr. Say anything six, yet. four giant. Oh no. Please, I'm like, I didn't say anything yet. Why are you crying? <laughs> you want to cry? I'll make you cry. All right. <laughs> I give something to cry about, but, um, 
So me and Anthony will be in San Diego for the California State Games. We're going to be coaching our own students there. Um, if you want to say hi to us, say hi to us. You know, if you have anything you want to ask about the show or maybe a topic you want to talk about, tell us in person. You know, we're always open to talking to talking to fans and stuff. People interested in the podcast and just talk about judo. If you're in the Bay Area or Northern California, that's when the Bay Area Championships happening also on the 16th, I believe, as well. Uh, let me yep. stop It's an inaugural first Bay Area judo championships. Yeah. So uh, they also they also have their own Instagram now. So mm-hmm. they're trying to make us be a big thing. So go support them, please. It's going to be in. Um, yeah, I think the main school? the main purpose of the Instagram is to post updates. Mm-hmm. And also, I think they want you to tag the, the account for the photos. So if you want to mm-hmm. if you take photos or videos, just like tag them. So when you go to their account and hit tag, you have like a. I love it when people do that because mm-hmm. it's so easy to just like go to the tournament page, hit tag, and I can see all the highlights and people having fun there, all the mm-hmm. ponds and stuff versus people that do the hashtag. Like sometimes people mess up the hashtag. and yeah. Or you don't know which know. hashtag to do. Yeah. It's just like, do I do the super long one? Do I abbreviate one? Do I it's do like, 2023? Is, it is it hashtag Bay Area Judo Championship or hashtag Bay Area Judo Championships? Or like, <laughs> gotta hashtag, add that S. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I, oh, and you gotta put the year twenty twenty three, or do I just put twenty three? Yeah, yeah, right. So that that gets confusing. So I always like it when people actually take the effort to make an account instead of just rely on the hashtag. Because it's much easier. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a shorter breath. It's much easier to <laughs> to um to uh, see the photos and videos. Mm-hmm. So judo's back in the scene in the Bay Area. It's going to be in a. Castro Valley High School uh, main gym. Uh, I've posted the thing on the Instagram before about how to register for it, the hyperlink. Please go to that tournament. If you're in Southern California or in, uh, was it Southern Nevada would it be, I guess, come to Calif- uh, California State Games. You know, it's a great tournament. Um, it's just support judo. Go out there and compete. Go ahead and test yourself. That's my thing. Always. I always talk about that. I like to compete. So, you know, I'm getting older. I can't compete as I used to as much as I want to. I just always think competing is fun. That's where you really test yourself. And I know not everybody's a competitor, but yeah. you got to try it once. I'm wondering. Like Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if um, people in the middle, like between LA and the Bay Area, whether they would go to that one or continue to go to the tournaments all in Southern California. So, um mm-hmm. I mainly think of Fresno, like Fresno Judo, uh, since it's mm-hmm. whether they would go to the Bay Area Judo Championships, which is, should be closer than driving to San Diego. Technically, but, uh, yes. Yeah, it'll be. It'll what be do you nice. want to go to? I, beautiful, lovely San Diego. Like the selfish part of me is like, man, screw them. Just everyone come down into one big tournament, right? But on the <laughs> other hand, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. I'm like, man, if I lived there, I wouldn't want to drive all the way to San Diego to compete. You know, it's nice mm-hmm. to have a local tournament. So you have to make a weekend of it. You can't yeah. just be there overnight, which of a, uh, which is it Davis that does that a lot. They'll come out just for like the tournament and drive right back up. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like I haven't seen them in a while and I think I know why, but I don't want to go get into it. So. Oh, you and your negativity always. <laughs> so, um, Another thing that's coming up with us or not, we're trying to promote more our YouTube page and just get more videos out there, more likes, people just support us. And um, 
maybe one day get a sponsor somehow, maybe a <laughs> geese sponsor something or a mat sponsor. Or we were actually joking about because I, I was gonna make some cool jackets for the dojo, but they came out yeah. really expensive when I came with the final price. Me and Andrew were joking about like we need to Tommy talk hats, to Tommy talk shirts, to Tommy talk sweaters, I mean, hoodies. I would I wouldn't wear it. So I don't know why <laughs> I would sell something that I wouldn't wear myself. So you wouldn't wear it to Tommy Talk hat. No. Oh, maybe, you hurt my feelings. Maybe a t-shirt I would, but then I put I probably wear a hoodie over it anyway. So. <laughs> but what I wanted to get to is that Anthony has now started putting up uh the shorts on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And he needs people's help to tell him which ones you guys like the best, which segments you guys want to see us put up again. People can also clip it themselves too. Like there's a clip feature, I think. So mm-hmm. and send it to you or what? Well, I think it just shows up as a clip. But um I don't know. Like, but yeah. Uh, anyway, if you tell us which episode you like, which this uh, topic or discussion you like, it'll make it much easier for me to <laughs> to go through. Because a few shorts we had, we were starting to talk about the shorts last episode before we ran out of time. But I sat there for like two hours to just go through like two episodes. <laughs> um, I was fast forwarding it, but then clipping it was such a pain in the ass because um, you can only make shorts directly from your previous uploads on the mobile phone. Mm. But the interface on the phone to size the clip is really, really bad. Mm. Uh, so you can't, you also can't like cut up the clips. Like I can't cut up the old cut out all the parts where I'm like, uh, stuttering or like pauses or something like that. So mm. you, they only have like a 15 second and 60 second limit on the shorts. Mm-hmm. So I can't fit that much stuff in. And the alternative is to do it on a computer, but then you'd have I'd have to like actually go through and cl- cut out the clips again. It will be like making another episode of the podcast, so um, yeah. it's a lot of work. So I might I tried to do it while I was sick, but I just couldn't. Um, <laughs> I also bought new speaking of which I bought new new wireless microphones to make the Ukemi videos again soon. TM, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I was so sick that I couldn't even pull the mats out of my garage. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I figured I wasn't sound, I sound all nasally because my, I'm well clogged up. So I thought I'll, I'll just do it later. Mm. I promise I'll do it by the end of the year. I'll do it like on December 31st. So. <laughs> you post it up by midnight. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know one thing, I just get a little off topic now, but what made me sad is that our little, or not the last video, but the one before that, uh, when we talked about sanctuary, the, the Netflix show that didn't get a lot of that views. I was sick, actually. But I'm sad that that show didn't get a lot of views. I was very, happy, oh. I was very sad about that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, people, it's because people, again, aren't interested in us talking about t- tournaments and also not talking about uh, TV shows. But, um, yeah. Uh, well, the whole episode, a, what, it wasn't a whole episode about tournaments and stuff. I was more about Sanctuary TV show. I was yeah, sad. I mean, our, our audio uh, numbers are pretty um, standard, like, consistent no matter the topic Mm -hmm. um but our videos i think it's more dependent on the topic that we're talking about um because people i i guess a lot of people are probably like oh this doesn't seem super interesting i'm just going to listen to it in my car then they go listen Mm -hmm. to the audio one instead um yeah that's my my assumption but what i found interesting was when we talked about the ecological approach by the way i got a lot of uh Hold on, I unplugged my <laughs> headphone. Hold on. All right. So when we talked the two episodes where we talked about ecological approach, 
mm-hmm. the first part one got a lot of views, but part two did not get as much views as the first part, which I found, int- I guess it te- logically makes sense because people check out the first part, even if they're not interested or they lose interest. Mm-hmm. But I think part two was had more of the meats and potatoes and like the important stuff. So I found it really interesting that part two had less views, even though it was the more, I feel like it had the more important topics and mm-hmm. discussions in it. So that was just something I, I personally thought it was kind of weird. Yeah. And that, that it's, was, that happened for both audio and video uh, numbers. Yeah. It's always interesting what people will view a lot of, or what people will watch and what people don't watch. So it's kind of interesting when we're trying to figure out what topics to talk about with you guys about like, what tournaments to talk about or who to talk about or what judo things that are happening in the world to talk about, to try to figure out what people want to listen to when people don't want to listen to where like, I thought me personally, like, I really pushed for the sanctuary episode. Cause I thought that was a very interesting topic to talk about, but apparently no one cared about it. So I guess I won't be talking about that anymore unless a judo anime comes out or a judo drama happens. On I don't know. I'd like talking about it. I actually had a few people message me and saying, Oh, you watched that show too. So I, I, think it was <laughs> it just didn't reach like the wide amount of audience but i still think our core audience kind of enjoyed talking about mm. it um so it's a great show i, I like it mm. um well speaking of sh- uh shows um not shows but this is what i forgot about i've been reading a new manga i need to, i need to pull up the name because it's new so i don't remember what it's called but mm. it's a it's a manga about mma Mm. Um, so I pay, I pay for this app called Shonen Jump app. It's like $5 a month and you get to read all the Shonen Jump, uh, manga. So if you don't know, Shonen what is this, Jump, what is this Shonen Jump you speak of? What is that? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't follow manga, Shonen Jump is like, what, like is the magazine that publishes all the popular stuff like Naruto and Bleach and all that kind of stuff. Um, but okay. So the manga is called Marshall Master Asumi. Mm. Um, I'm not going to spoil it even though it's kind of new so there's nothing to really spoil but it's mm. about this kid whose um grandfather is a uh, uh seems like a martial arts master um mm-hmm. like a traditional style that seems to be um has grappling striking and all that kind of stuff um and his grandfather is like in dementia and it's like basically they send him to adult daycare and stuff like that but um he is lucid like for a few hours whenever he trains martial arts at the dojo so when Mm -hmm. it's the the main character's turn to take care of the grandfather he would meet up with him at the dojo and then they would train together and that's Mm -hmm. the only few hours where he's like lucid and sharp and knows who he is kind of thing um Mm -hmm. so so this character is like jacked and he's like a he's like a nerdy looking kid but he's actually like an mma like fight like he's like really good at fighting basically and Mm -hmm. his classmate convinces him to join like an MMA club with him kind of stuff because he gets bullied and stuff like that. Um, but uh, long story short, there's a lot of like legitimate uh, judo and jujitsu techniques. Like they have, they, they're talking about, oh, that's an arm bar. Oh, that's an omoplata. Like they actually call out <laughs> these like names. So it's pretty cool. Uh, um, so it's only, there's only been a few chapters so far, but um, it's been pr- kind of fun so far. So I highly recommend it. Um, and since it's, new there's only like four chapters out mm. so far um 
I, I think it's pretty easy to get to versus like if a lot of times people are like, oh, you have to read one piece or something like that. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, are, don't even there's 700. Cha- there's like 700 Holy. chapters. I'm like, OK, I'm not it's catching like, up to that. It's almost know? as bad as Dragon Ball. It's like 20 yeah. years of story. Come on. Yeah. I can't imagine telling some kid to get into Dragon Ball right now or telling a kid, yeah, you got to start one piece yeah. now from the beginning. Oh, you have to waste your little time. I would tell someone, if anything, well, recommendation for me would be Baki the Grappler. Yep. Like I, I like Baki the Grappler a lot. I enjoy it. I used to read the manga a little bit back in the day, but I'm lazy. Yeah. So I just watch the anime. <laughs> See, but Baki is all, um, what do you call it? Ridiculous. Like Dragon oh, Dragon Ball. What? Also. Dr- a Baki the Grappler. Ridiculous? How <laughs> dare you say that? Yeah, but this one is realistic. There's no, there's no superpowers yet. You know, like um, <laughs> yet, there, there. Like when you talk about like martial arts uh, manga, there's like realistic ones. Like if you think about Hajime no Ippo, like the boxing mm. one. Um, yeah. There's a realistic ones. This is a realistic one, and then there's like ones that are uh, realistic but kind of crazy, like Baki. Baki mm-hmm. is like, yeah. Some of the stuff is is based <laughs> off real stuff, but they kind of exaggerate it. And yeah. there's like Dragon Ball level stuff, like sh- shooting out superpowers. So you you can't make yeah. a fireball yet. Are you still not being able? <laughs> Do you not know Sensu Beans? I got it back in the back right now. <laughs> but yeah, that was my old. That's what I wore for Dragon Ball shirt today. Also, that's funny. <laughs> so that was, that was our short little uh, tangent because I forgot about. Um, <laughs> we usually talk about before we record. We talk about what we're going to talk about, and um, that that was uh, one of the things, but. Um, I need to start carrying around a notebook so I can write down stuff when I think about it throughout the week. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, not our main topic, one of the interesting topics that came up because people kept sending this to me and I got sent to Anthony as well is mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of videos out there of. Um, so when you go to a club and train, you're going to train with sometimes citrus colors. You're going to train with brown belts. You're going to black belts and stuff. And you're going to do sometimes full run dory, light run dory, yakoseko geko. So there's the thing right now where a lot of people are posting videos, and I see it a lot towards judo mostly. I'll sometimes see it towards karate sometimes, or kickbox with a karate dojo, or vice versa. Um, where people go to dojos, they go to train and they'll show like the Rondori videos and they'll say, Oh, I went to, I went to this dojo and I beat like 10 judo guys. And then I watched the video. I was like, Oh yeah, you beat 10 citrus colors. You beat 10 yellow belts or orange belts or green or something like that. And, or maybe you fight a uh, fried brown belt. But when people show these videos and stuff, it's how do I say is it? like, don't be too cocky when you post these videos. Like I get a lot of videos when people send to me like, Oh, look at this jujitsu guy when this judo dojo just destroyed everybody or i'm a white belt and i just started judo and stuff i'm a white belt and i just beat up all these brown belts and black belts like one i know a lot of dojos that depends on how old school the dojo is like i know our dojo we're kind of old school where we don't like people videotaping without our permission and we've had to tell some people before like hey no videotaping during class because that's people are part to train it's supposed to be an environment where you can go do whatever you want and stuff work out comfortably and when you videotape someone without the permission, it's there's actually a liability thing of legal of legal. If you have the yeah. permission to put them on camera or not. So it's not cool when you post when you go to a dojo, videotape somebody without their knowing, and then you go post it later that I beat them when you don't know the person was going hard with them, light with them. If it was well, Yakuza, we don't, we, 
regarding the yeah regarding the video you're talking about it's been making rounds so a lot of people are saying well, it's it not just the, i know everyone thinks it's that one but i've got other ones as okay. well this is just the latest version all right of it, so latest one i'll let you finish and then we can talk about that particular video so all right it's just my thing is don't go on the internet posting things about like oh i just beat these i beat this whole dojo up and you just beat a bunch of citrus colors up especially if you're a black belt or brown belt from another style or another dojo or something and regarding the video you're gonna talk I, I guess i'll talk about more in the video that one's the one that we're talking about it's got the rounds but that's the guy with the um naruto name right is it that guy naruto name yeah i believe the guy has like a nickname from naruto or something whatever i, I don't know who you're talking about all right whatever that one like i said there's tons <laughs> of videos out there like this oh yeah and i'll get fun. them sent and i'll get them sent to me sometimes people are like saying oh i just did this like there's a humbleness in judo or some more traditional quote unquote martial arts that when we go, when we go do even Rondori, like regular weekday Rondori, we're not super trying to kill each other. And if I let you get a throw on me because I feel like you're working hard, I feel it's a clean throw. Don't go post it on you. Like I threw Sensei Juan today and stuff. It's like, I let you throw me. Okay. Don't be like, I destroyed Sensei Anthony today. I got him with this great throw. Look at this throw post on the internet. It's like, what happens sometimes, like I said, it's a lot of dojos that don't train that hard or do a lot of Yakusiko Geiko and someone will videotape our permission and post it and then piss off the dojo, piss off the dojo or piss off the people that you're working with and they don't want you to come back. So that's just my thing with that. I've had these, I've been getting a lot of these lately and there's a new round of ones coming out and people will post me like, oh, look at this guy. Like it makes judo doesn't work or wrestling can be judo or like when I go to catch, I use a lot of wrestling, I use a lot of judo to catch. And a lot of these guys that I, I practice the catch, a lot of them are like blue belts and purple belts and BJJ. I don't record a video and be like, yeah, hey, I beat all these BJJ guys, these new Nogi BJJ guys. No, because I'm you working should. with them. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe I should be I should be an a-hole in people and just post it like that. That's not cool. So yeah, so let's go back to the video that you're discussing. Yeah, when so, you brought up. Uh, before we do that, like, yeah, I agree. One, there's a liability thing, even though most clubs nowadays, especially for profit clubs, have it when you sign up in a waiver that you sign a release, basically saying the dojo can use record and use your photos and your face and stuff for marketing purpose. Um, we have that. Um, yeah. Every dojo has it. So that's usually not the problem. The problem is when someone gets hurt and it becomes a like depend just like in Jude, um, IJF judo rep videos, right? You only have one angle of what, what it looks like from what happened. So it's better to have a he said, she said kind of um, scenario versus having one angle that might or might not show like a skewed way of what actually happened when someone got hurt and they decide to sue you. Mm -hmm. So that's the liability angle, right? Um, number two is regarding, um, yeah, uh, you don't want to record without people's permission in general, um, like you said, but that's one of the complaints about why a lot of people complain about, I think Shintaro made an episode about it recently, why a lot of people, what judo is not growing in America because there's a lack of content. Like look at BJJ, there's like tons of both shitty and great techniques out there, um, people uploaded. And then there's like white belts and blue belts being sponsored by Asai companies, you know, like because mm -hmm. they're uploading content and it doesn't have to be good. All you have, all it has to be, all it has to do is um, get views and attention. Um, judo doesn't really kind of has that, but most people are more humble about it. And also, like you said, the whole culture regarding um, not allowing it to record. Um, so what you do 
get to see usually is just like Nagikomi, Uchikomi kind of stuff. It's not like full rolling or let me do this flying spinning arm bar thing. Like, so <laughs> there's a more humble part of it. That's also, I think, uh, hampering its growth in a sense, cause mm-hmm. not allowed to like record interesting stuff or, um, record Rondori and like, there's just lack of content out there. If you look at judo content out there, it's specifically American. If you cancel out like um, Brazilian, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu people doing judo or whatever, specifically judo content, you're only going to see on Instagram, there's only like five accounts maybe. There's like, what, there's two Korean accounts I can think about. Um, there's Shintaro, there's uh, Darcelito, and then um, some Brazilian one. Like there's only a few same accounts that aren't producing content. Versus if you look at jujitsu, there's like what? I, I know at least four or five people from my club that that produce content mm-hmm. in Brazilian jujitsu. Like, so... Um, that's something that Shintaro was basically saying people should start making more content. Don't care about what other people say or judge as long as it's not like disrespectful or dangerous or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, so that, that's one thing now regarding the, the video that we're talking about, um, I'm not going to link it in the description, but it, to describe it, it was a BJJ black belt. He's a really famous guy. Um, and he was, I was I was about to blurt out the country and I'm like that will like explain who it that that kind of already <laughs> already says who it is but um mm-hmm. he went to a judo club and he uploaded clips of himself throwing a bunch of people and I think if eventually there's one guy that was a brown belt or a black belt but most of them were like green belts orange belts and stuff like that um mm-hmm. which is impressive but also he cut up the video so there was no context to how they got there like um for those who don't understand this kind of stuff you don't know the skill one we don't know the skill level of the person if we only get to see the moment that they got thrown right you have to see Mm -hmm. the gripping the movement and all that kind of stuff and that's also what tells you how hard the person was thinking about going in in the first place Mm -hmm. right um so when you just cut it up like that it's like oh great he can he he was going really hard like he was exploding his hip he was doing a lot of hip throws he was exploding his hip inside and pulling super hard and doing and landing on top, rolling through kind of stuff. So he was going really hard. Um, I don't know how hard the other person was going. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, most of the people were color, colored uh, citrus belts, right? So it's not to me, it's not very impressive that this guy is going 110% and smashing a, a colored belt on, on the ground. It's not yeah. something. It, it, in fact, I'm just like, well, was this my first question is, is this how that dojo trains? Like, is that how, how they train? Um, the second thing that I personally had a problem with, but maybe, maybe it's not a huge problem because he um, got a permission from an instructor was that he was wearing his mm-hmm. BJJ gi and BJJ black belt. Yes. Anyone yes. who, anyone who trains, um, who has trained at the judo dojo with a BJJ visitor knows how hard it is to grip that freaking elbow yeah. grip. Yeah. And this right. is something we talked about. This is something we talked about before in other episodes and stuff to explain to people that I'm, I'm surprised many people don't know. So I even know some black belts that when this video came out that told, you know, talked to me later, that I was like, I never noticed that. I never knew it was like, it's, it's pretty blatant. A BJJ gi, because it's their weapon and stuff, it's more tapered to their body. And you watch our uh, BJJ gi versus judo gi, and I I show you how big a judo gi is compared to the BJJ gi, how much is tapered. 
So when you fight someone in a BJJ gi, you can't get traditional or regular judo grips on a guy, gain a collar and elbow because with their elbow grip, that simple, that, that old school elbow pull away technique in BJJ yeah. works great because their gi is so tight to them. When you take away that fabric with your yeah. bicep, make your, make it tighter onto you. It's much more easier to pull away. I teach this, and, I teach this in my class too. Like there was a guy yeah. who uh, was a BJJ black belt that uploaded a judo instructional on the red mm-hmm. on Reddit. And one of the the critiques that the judo community gave him was like, oh, you're grabbing too low on the sleeve. And then I, I was like, hey, as someone who trains both BJJ and judo, like it's really hard to get that elbow grip on a BJJ gi. Like it's mm-hmm. so hard. So I always opt to grab on and the sleeve because that's there's yeah. more material there. But mm-hmm. if it's a judo gi, then it's a different different story. But in the video, yeah. he was wearing a BJJ gi. So I yeah. totally understand grabbing the, the sleeve instead of that by the elbow. Yeah. And that's the thing where some judo players don't know that there's a big difference. If you don't cross train or train with different people and stuff and are trained with someone with a judo, with a BJJ gi, you're not going to know that. Cause I know that I like just visually, sometimes they look the same. Whereas again, in our video, I explain how it's all one gi. There's no skirt. There's no quilted skirt at the bottom of their gi. It's all one yep. material. And me, when I face like, you're okay. Tell me a little secrets right now. Secrets of the wand about how to grab a BJJ guy. So you're finding a BJJ guy. One, you can get a collar grip, grabbing his collar, grabbing the ogre grip over the collar. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's about where you're going to grab the hand. So with the, with the arm, so you grab the elbow, that's be tough. You grab lower towards the wrist, below be easier. What you want to do, and you're going to have to train this because it's different from people. You're going to want to make the pocket in the armpit area. Okay. Yep. So I you get that, that armpit area. You grab, make that pocket, you put your hand inside there, make that pocket so they can't get away from you. So you can't take that arm side away. Because yeah, if you try to grab at the bicep or at the elbow, they're gonna do that simple elbow pull away and they're just gonna get away from you right then and there. They usually and, give me the wrist too. So I grab the wrist and then when yeah. they do the the wrist break thing, then that's when I go for the armpit. Cause it, they, when it jerk away, it opens up the, mm-hmm. the, the armpit. armpit area right there. Yeah. But that's the thing. like. If a guy's going to go train, if someone's going to train, whether it's a lady, man, whoever's going to be, that's going to train at a judo dojo. Why is the instructor allowing him to wear a BJJ in the first place? Like I get like, we have some, our own members. He's a, BJJ he's a guys. really famous guy visiting, you know, I would not <laughs> let him. So we had a person visiting a dojo the other day that came in wearing like black pants. I mean, a, a white pants and a black mm-hmm. BJJ top. And Philippe was like, no, no, we don't allow that here. Yep. Yeah, I'll allow you to practice if you have to with a blue BGJ gi or a white BGJ gi. We don't allow you to come on the mat with a black gi. Okay, we're very traditional that way. You don't come on the mat wearing a pink, uh, green, um, army, whatever crazy colors they have in BGJ gis, red, black, whatever it is. You have to wear at least traditional. He was wearing a black gi in the video, right? If I remember. Yeah, that one, that yeah. the latest one that everyone's sending us to. Yeah. He wore a black BGJ gi with his black belt. And people are now going to know what video we're talking about. Exactly. So why would the instructor let him wear that? Now, now you're giving your students already a disadvantage. I would never go to a, a gi BGJ class wearing my catch wrestling uniform. Okay. Wearing my rash guard and shorts. Because mm-hmm. now I'm giving you no weapon. I took all your weapons away from you that you can use in your gi class. So you can't use it against me. You're going to have yeah, to use so- your gi against me. As a, black, not fair. as a black belt, I, I, they're not, they're not competing. So I, I can see how, if the instructor was okay with it, it's not a big deal. He's a visitor. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. as a black belt, I don't care, but if you're training, if you're pairing him up with beginners, beginners don't know how to deal with it. They, they're always like, Oh, I can't grab the elbow. What do I do? Like that, mm-hmm. then you're doing a disservice to the beginners. It's like, it like, don't, it's, it just sucks that you're doing that. Yeah. So, to me, it's just, 
wear the proper uniform for where you're at. Okay. I wouldn't wear a wrestling singlet to a judo class. I wouldn't wear my catch wrestling uniform to a BJJ gi class. Okay. Yeah. That's just me. That aside, assuming everything was uh, okay. Um, he, like you said, he, I think the clip only had him going against a black or brown belt once. I think it was. And the, the one throw that the guy uh, caught him with was Ochigati, I think. And he, he was nice to him. didn't land on top of him. He wasn't going really hard. So I was like, oh, the guy's re- actually not going real hard. But then he's like showing himself bombing everyone. Um, so the question is, why didn't he upload? Did he go with any black belts? And if he did, why aren't there any clips of him going with black belts? But I guess as someone who is like a pro- professional athlete, I guess he counts as um, he has he has to like advertises brand so i kind of get it but that's where you argue about the respect versus disrespectful thing mm-hmm. um but uh this just reminded me also uh i think this was two weeks ago before i got sick it was the day that i started feeling sick um mm-hmm. i philippe has been doing we've been doing mock shiais mock mm-hmm. tournaments in the dojo so that night um i went against this new relatively new guy that just joined our club which is an orange belt but he's like what 200 you know who I'm talking about, right? The orange belt looks like 280. Looks like a football player. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he's he's. Let's just say he's really, really strong. He's mm-hmm. really freaking strong, and he was like ragdolling me. Like he he ripped my <laughs> gi. He actually ripped the sleeve on my gi. So uh, um, he was ragdolling me, and I'm like, man, I don't feel so well. I'm just going to. <laughs> Go light. And then since it's a mock Shi'ai and I was like, he doesn't know the rules. I'm going to make him look passive. Mm-hmm. But Philippe was like not calling the Shidos. <laughs> Call so, the Shido, damn so the, the guy was like, every time I grip, he would grip break, disengage. He racked up like uh, 10 Shidos in like 30 seconds. But Philippe never <laughs> called a single one of them. But uh, so... I was like, okay. And then eventually I just went in for Uchimata. And again, I'm not very good at Uchimata because I was like just trying it. And then he did the Tani Otoshi. And I was like, oh shit, Tani Otoshi, orange belt. And then I just like took the fall. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was like, I, I was going light. I wasn't gassed out at the end of it. He was gassed out. So it's like, it, it could have been that scenario too, right? It's just like one person wasn't really trying or they were sick or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, I just didn't want to get hurt because I was... One, I was—I actually got a fever the same night when I got home. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I—I I agree with you. I don't know why you upload that. Yeah. <laughs> just, it was fun. one. It's funny. It's just it's a combination <laughs> of one. You're you're not wearing judo stuff, and then two, you're bombing lower belts. Um, this guy's like a world champion, I think. Right? He's like he's a pretty high level BJJ competitor. So judo, like judo, and jujitsu skills aside, he is athletically like really strong mm-hmm. so that already puts him way ahead of other uh beginners in in judo um so i i just don't understand why he was uh doing that but then again you can also ask why is the instructor allowing that to happen <laughs> exactly but funny that you bring up the we're doing a lot of mock and stuff to get people ready for the tournaments getting ready just to rules and stuff to play the proper game uh, I think it was Friday. It was, there was not a lot of people there. So I was doing a lot of, I was doing a lot of the mock as myself and Philippe was playing around with me being that, okay, since you're a black belt going against a green belt, they already have Wazadi. They already have Wazadi on you already. Okay. And then he would be like, okay, they already have Wazadi on you and you already have two Shitos. I'm like, Oh, come on. <laughs> so I, I did like two or three rounds already. And one of the other orange belts got in the mat. And I was like, 
I kept on telling like, big throw, throw me big, like really close, like, throw me big, throw me big. So he threw me big with like a kosher groomer or something. Uh-huh. And Philippe was like, oh yes, good job, Ifon. Oh, see one, you lose sometimes. Like, oh yes, Sensei, I lose sometimes. <laughs> yes, he got me. Oh no. <laughs> so I can totally see someone seeing that or recording it without my permission and being like, oh yeah, Sensei Juan got thrown by an orange belt, just got destroyed. It's like, I let him throw me. We're having a good time right now. Mm-hmm. But it's this thing about people putting stuff up without context. Like seven people go yeah. to dojos and they do a lot of Yakusiko Geiko and someone goes a little bit too hard. And you know how it is. We, we When we try to teach Yakusiko Geiko, yep. there'll be one guy going way too hard and feeling really dominant. Be like, yeah, I beat up a bunch of guys at judo. It's like, it you was Yakusiko Yeah, you don't know what the like, person's working on. Like that white belt yeah. could have been like a master of uh Osulta, well, not white, but brown belt could have been the master of Osotogari, but that night he decided to work on like Ochigari or something. Like yeah. l- lately I've been just I've been keeping to my resolution and just working on Ushimata, which means mm-hmm. I haven't been throwing anyone at all, uh, <laughs> other than smaller people. So mm-hmm. even yesterday when I taught class, I was like, okay, this is how I approach learning a new technique this is something i suck at that i'm trying to work on and demonstrate it and look terrible Mm -hmm. and um yeah you don't know what people are working on so that's like it doesn't mean anything when you see the stuff like this happen and it it, it, this is the other part of the thing i want to say about that video was i saw it shared so much on social media and Mm -hmm. um both from the judo people and the brazilian jiu-jitsu people and it's just hilarious seeing them argue about stuff like Oh, that guy definitely did judo before. He probably did it as a kid and swapped to BJJ. And I looked it up. I'm like, there's no history of him ever training judo. So I don't know where you got this information from. Um, well, I, I read on one of them that the dojo they trains at does a lot of judo techniques also. I don't know if they're instructor. I mean, a co-instructor. Yeah, I, I read one of those. Ones, I, I know that gym that guy trained that. They do a lot of judo too. It's like, hey, great for him. Good. That's fantastic. I love hearing yeah, that. I mean, you know. That's so not a, there's, to there's, me. That's not a diss. That's like great. I'm fantastic. I'm glad that yeah, he's a well-rounded just, uh, BJJ player. There's a lot of old school judo people that try to discredit people who are able to do judo techniques without going to a judo school. I, I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's just, it's it's grappling. It's, yeah. Well, to me, it's just when you post these videos. Just I know it's just a judo thing. It's just a martial art thing to me and stuff. Just be humble about it. Don't post. I destroyed an entire dojo. I he killed didn't, some he guys. Didn't, the guy didn't say that though. No, I know, I know that, but I'm saying it's not this video. Like there's other okay. ones. It's not, we're, we're discussing yes. this one. Oh, I know. I know which one there. you're talking about. I just mentally blocked that one out. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't want to just <laughs> be humble out there. Say I had a great match. I had a fantastic time. There's no reason to be too cocky and stuff. It's, like, it's just watch, hilarious. I posted the video, <laughs> I posted yeah. video next to me like, look, watch Sensei Wan destroy 10 yellow belts in a row. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's funny when, um, when people see see that and then they think it's like they were trying like the, it's like no that's again you don't know whether how hard they were going whether they're hurt whether they let you throw them sometimes it's very obvious that they let you throw you and people still think they were trying hard it, it's just funny but um mm-hmm. the other thing like on the other side of the discussion is bjj people saying like oh this is why why like jiu-jitsu is the best because like look at these judokas can't even deal with a guy who never trained judo before and then there's people arguing about um, the techniques and it, it's just, it doesn't matter. I don't know why people make a, like make all these assumptions out of it, but um, yeah, that's just tra- cross train. It's, and it's sh- just, it's always, that's why always it, a blood feud, man. There's always going to be that. But blood this feud. is, that's just this how is it a is. perfect, this is a perfect example of why people don't allow recording 
is because there's a whole shut just shut up and train mentality, which mm-hmm. is good. Like, yeah. But then that's the nonprofit side of judo speaking. If you have, to, if you want to grow judo, you have to, I think, um, record this stuff to show what kind of um, culture and atmosphere your dojo is ex- ex- uh, exuberating. If I saw this video and I was like, I don't want to train there. They're laying this black belt, just bomb orange belts. I'm not going to train there. And he gets to wear a BJJ gi. Like, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. So that's just how we feel on that. You know, I know people, are, might yeah, feel... people are reading too much into it when there's, it's just take it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just our thoughts on it. I'm more humble about certain things. Anthony's even super more humble than I am. So this is just us and our tra- tra- quote unquote traditional more way of thinking, I guess. But yeah, so that's just our thoughts on it. I got a bunch, I got it sent to me a lot. I get a lot of videos sent to me personally. Anthony gets them sent to him also. We'll see him on our algorithm and stuff. So that's why we just wanted to talk about it today. This is the yeah, big even, thing happening. Even the videos that we you you upload we upload where we throw each other or throw other people. It like sometimes they let it happen. Sometimes I just caught them off guard. Sometimes like it's not none of it was like, oh, you got me good kind of thing. Like it re- that rarely happens, you know? It's just it happens. Mm-hmm. So all right, so let's move on to our next topic of the day. So we're gonna talk about our next topic, our main topic of the episode. Let's see how long we talk about this one is is um retirements judo retirements, martial art retirements, MMA retirements, just retirements and people coming out of retirements. And the reason we're talking about this, well, should we talk about the non-judo ones first or talk about the main judo one first? The one that about Philippe coming out of retirement? No. <laughs> <laughs> so the joke is that, so one day, so it was, I don't know if it was this week, it was this week and something. Okay. So one, I was on my MMA, on my, um, do my, not my research, but just going through the news and stuff. And I came about Overeem. Okay. So Alistair Overeem announced that he's retiring from kickboxing. He's retiring from MMA and he looks like pride over him again. He looks like the demolition man again. He doesn't look like mm-hmm. Uberim. He doesn't look like the Reem anymore. He's not super heavyweight. He's back to normal 205 looking uh, demolition man. And so I've sent to Anthony saying like, Hey, look, he's retired. We both joked about like, is he really retired or is he still on his two year suspension from his last fight? Which if you know, over him, you know why he's on a two year suspension yeah. or three year suspension. So that was kind of funny. And then the next day, I think it was, uh, GSP announces that he's coming out of retirement on his Instagram. And he, and it's funny when he announced that I was like, he's going to go cry combat. He's been a spokesman for them. He's doing some announcing. He, I don't know how he's got his UFC contract, but he's going to karate combat. Just be crazy. And then they announced, Oh yep. no, no, he's going to do, um, what's the UFC's grappling, grappling show called. Do you remember? Oh man, I, I can't remember. I thought it was just fight pass or whatever, but I thought, is it fight I, pass, I maybe fight pass grappling, whatever. I can't remember the name, yeah. but apparently he's coming out of retirement to do fight pass. Okay. The fight pass grappling. So he's going to have a grappling match. Uh, I know some of the names got tossed out with Khabib. Um, oh my God. I had him. I had him on my head earlier. I should have wrote him down. Cause I already remembered him, but just that he was gonna have a grappling match with somebody like some really good grapplers. I think, I don't know if it was one of the Gracie's he was gonna have a grappling match with, but the big one that they wanted to have was him versus Khabib, which would be very interesting to see Sambo versus BJJ wrestling, you know, Sambo, yep. Sambo slash judo versus BJJ and wrestling would be a pretty yep. interesting thing to watch. So and GSP then- comes out of retirement. And then I think that same day I, I read an article about the Ream. This I guess someone heard that he retires, so like some yep. small federation offer, like, hey, well, if you want to 
come fight for us. We'll pay you to fight 205. So the Reem was talking about, oh, I might, I don't know if he said, but it was like, hey, I might come to retirement. So his MMA retirements don't last that long. That, that was and, around the same time that, uh, oh, go ahead, continue. <laughs> and this past weekend, if you watch UFC, there was a big thing about, um, uh, oh my God, what's his damn name now? Um, Robbie Lawler having his last yep. UFC fight and him going into retirement after being put in UFC Hall of Fame for his fight with Roy McDonald. Just a big retirement weekend stuff. So was there something else you want to talk about? I was just before talking I get, about- Before I get to the judo one. Oh, I wasn't going to talk about the judo one, but I was like, okay. mainly we're talking about people coming, everyone's coming out of retirement. We're not talking about yeah. people retiring. People retire all the time. People get old. Yeah. It's people coming so this out is, of retirement. But this is, the, yeah. So this is the about people coming out of retirement like I was talking about. Like, just this lot of retirement talk happening. So the same day GSP decides to come out of retirement to do a grappling match, Guess which French player posts on his Instagram that you want to know what? After eight years of retirement, the Olympics are coming to France. I want to try to be on the French national team. I want to represent my country at the Olympics in Paris. Who's it going to be, Anthony? Darcel? Darcel Anti. <laughs> <laughs> no. It is. I wouldn't be surprised Google. if he's next. I wouldn't be surprised. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to fight for minus 81. <laughs> yeah. Hugo Legrand uh, announced on his Instagram that after eight years of retirement, I have the itch to fight again. I want to represent my country in the Olympics. I want to try to get on the national team again, which probably has already had the spot, I bet. I don't know if he has to like qualify or what. I don't know. I, I, there's some debate about that. I don't think it's guaranteed yeah. for him. So for Hugo Legrand, if you don't know who he was, he was a very good French judo player. He got silver in the Olympics. He was a European champion and got, um, no, no, no. Now, let me look at this up again so I make sure I have this correct. Oh, no, I got an opposite. It was world championships. He got a silver. Uh, European champion. Yes, no, he's Olympic correct. silver, too. No, no, right here it says that he's Olympic bronze on his he's profile. Olympic silver, I'm pretty sure. I'm looking up now. 99% sure. All right, look it up right now. Because when I looked it up for my oh, notes, it was... I guess it says bronze. Yeah. On, on wiki, it says bronze, but I thought it was silver, huh? Yeah, it's silver for his Olymp. So, either way, Hugo Legrand was a really good judo player, one of the top players in the world at his time. And, it, and like I said, at the Olympics, he took bronze, European champion, and world silver medalist. So, he's a really good player. If you're wondering where he fought at, he fought at 73 kilos, was it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was a 73 kilo guy. And right now, he's 34, which isn't too old it's on that cusp where guys are now at 34 deciding to retire but if he wants to come back in the next year and a year year and a half to try to compete to get points to qualify well he, actually he doesn't have you don't need, he doesn't need points because it's hosted in paris yeah and people they don't know that um so whatever whatever country hosts the olympics they get to put uh one person every sport that's why every, a lot of every weight class Every weight class. Well, I mean, like every like any sport, you know, like yeah, judo, all sports, karate, fencing, they get to fill the archery. Yeah, yeah. So every sport they can fill a hole. They just said put them in a slot. That's why some of these countries, when they um are the host nations, do really well in the medal count because they've never had so many players go out there before. You know what the plot? I you know what I think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna end yeah. up on the team on the team uh team, like the oh. team uh, judo team. <laughs> The, the team team, the yeah. team, 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 <laughs> the team, team. <laughs> so if you don't understand, so if you don't know what happened. So at, for the Olympics, you have um, 
each day it's one weight class. And then the last day, which is seventh day, that's when you do the team competition where it's three on three, three guys versus uh, three, three men and three women versus three men, and three women on their team, a lightweight, middleweight and heavyweight guy. Same with the ladies. Mm-hmm. And um, I always thought, I thought when this was being brought in, you had to make your team up of your competitors that competed in individuals. No, no. you can send people just yeah. for the team day, which is cool. I guess I, to me, it's kind of, yeah, cool. it makes like, you hey. wonder if they're going to, I want, it makes you wonder if they're going to do that for Moriyama. Hmm. It would be cool if they did that. They gets the gold so, medal he deserves. So you're already admitting. So you're already admitting that Mariama won't make it to Paris. No, they already announced it. Did they? Yeah, he. They already announced three. I think it was three uh, members. It was Hifumi Abe, Utabe. Uh, forgot her name. Nizumi, Nizumi, Nose. Um, there was some other person. They already announced like parts of the. Really, Japanese I didn't know they not, yeah. Usually they don't. Usually we tell like the last six months or something to announce the names. Or the last yeah, months, I, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, they, yeah, I, I have personal put thoughts about on it the, clearly, but. Put them on the Japanese team then. Put them on the team team. Put them out team there. Team. Yeah. Put them on, the, them team on the team team. team. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about, um, I, I always forget how to say his name. Ugo Legrand. Ugo. 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 How, what do you think about Legrand. him coming out of retirement after eight years and trying to make the team? Honestly, like I think Reddit already summed it up pretty well. It's the French team hasn't been as strong as they historically have been. Um, there are obviously a few strong people like uh, what's mm-hmm. what's her name? Uh, Abagnanu, Clarice, and um, yeah, Clarice, yeah. That's my girl right I'll, there. I'll leave Teddy Rainier. That's Rinera my girl. That, I'll leave Teddy Rainier out of that that um conversation. But <laughs> um, yeah. Other and other weight classes, they don't really have any super strong judo. They do okay, like, but I don't mm-hmm. think they're like like world class like well they are world class it's just they're not <laughs> oh they're, no. anyone yeah. in the french national team that heard that they're not classes can't compare with compare with like mongolia georgia and japan let's just say let's just play it that mm-hmm. way um so in ter- i think it would all come down to whether other people would be pissed off which i don't think they can do anything about it because if I was like 71 kilos and I was earning points to go to Olympics or it was my spot and this guy just comes out of retirement and takes it because he previously was famous, then I'd be pretty mm-hmm. pissed off. So I think that's the only concern, but mm-hmm. it's not out of the reality. Like it's not impossible. Like it's not unthinkable that he might actually just get the spot because there's no other strong judoka. So if he can prove that he can beat the other people, um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll give him a spot, you know, just for now optics. Would- now, do you think that he'll be competing at some of the IGF tournaments or do you think they'll just have like a match? Oh, yeah, I think like- I think he's going to do that. Yeah, I uh-huh. totally think he's going to do that. What I'm really honestly, again, I don't really care about that much, but I would be interested to see if he still uses Ashikuruma the way he's mm. been doing it. Because as we all know, as we get older, injuries, blah, 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 certain techniques like don't work the same anymore. So mm-hmm. um, just like look at Teddy, Teddy Rainier's fight style changed, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. um, we'll see what, what he does. Uh, also for those who don't know, he's been running a judo class here in LA once a week at uh, Meraki BJJ. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I well, never won. Well, it. It's also that he's not, he's not competing. He, cause he's competed quite a few times at winter nationals. I know I've seen him there. He coached. I've never seen him compete. Did he not compete? I could have swore he competed. I, he might've, I just never seen it. So, uh, uh-huh. 
Uh, I know he coached, he coached a few uh-huh. times, but then he, I guess it didn't, the coaching didn't work out or um, he had his own plans. So he was traveling a lot. So I know he wasn't there a lot. I don't even know if that mm-hmm. judo program is still going on, especially now that he announced he's coming out of retirement. I can't yeah. imagine him training in the U S he's got to go back to France or maybe to uh, oh, San Marino. We don't got high enough judo for to make him <laughs> a Olympic champion again. <laughs> San, he, he might I, be going to San Marino and train with Dar- Darcel. So I can't say it with a straight face, <laughs> but yeah, that's my thoughts. Uh, I, I mean, it's just kind of like, it's not like, a, Oh, Lugo's coming uh, out of a uh, retirement kind of reaction. It's like another one. Like yeah. it's like, so what timeline what are we living in? Well, this is the thing you talk about another because we're talking about all the MMA stuff between retiring and come out GSP and stuff. You told me that I didn't realize this. Which uh, Korean player came it's, out of retirement? Uh, Wan He Lee or Lee Wan He. Like he uh-huh. he's like forty one. He came out of retirement. He announced it like last year, I think, or something. But he fought 41. in the Lombardar Grand Slam. He fought in the Lombardar Grand Slam what uh, last month? So it was mm-hmm. actually late late June. So it was only a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. he won one match and lost another one to Shido, I think, to Hansokumaki and Shido's, I think. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, like I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, so that was the first one, and then now Ugo Legrand's coming out of retirement, and then GSP's coming out of retirement. I'm like, hell. <laughs> next thing, next thing we're gonna know is Philippe's like, I'm gonna compete in the next Winter Nationals in the seniors <laughs> no. category. Yes, no, yeah, seniors. Actually, I'm not doing my age, but I'm going as the young boys. I'm the young ones. Give well, those kids. <laughs> I guess in judo in local judo scenes, more common to see old people still competing. Um, yeah. Just like uh, Brian, Brian Hershowitz. Say, uh, yeah. 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 But he never came out of retirement. He never stopped competing. So yeah, he's never stopped. <laughs> yeah. Still in his early sixties, still going, never put out that and flag. Still yet. <laughs> fighting people in their, in their twenties and winning matches. So. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So good luck to him. I hope he does well. I hope he has the cardio because I know as you get older, that's one of the hardest things. But again, he's only 34. And I know to some people that yes, like, I'm only 34. 34. I'm only 34 yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's your age. So think about it. He's yeah. your age. And, and, he's I'm, I'm, and I'm complaining about getting sick and dying and all that kind of stuff already. So <laughs> you got a weak immune system. I don't know what's wrong. You need to take some B vitamin U or something. I need to right? have some of that French food. <laughs> that French food, yes. I think it was the Irish food that got you that got you COVID yeah. sick. All right. <laughs> Actually, the Irish food was really healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I decided to change my diet up a little bit since I came back because I haven't felt um, so healthy since <laughs> a long time. Probably uh-huh. since I lived in Asia, and mm-hmm. that's my my main complaint. It's just America. Ameri- it's really hard. They make it really hard and really expensive to eat healthy in America. It's um. <sighs> Pasha. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with Ugolo, so you're thinking that you brought some mind to me that they might put him on the team team. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But team if team. he goes, <laughs> that's yeah, going to be a thing team. now. Right, we're going to call it the team team now. So that's our thing. We're making shirts and hats to say team team on team, it. Team. I'm a dog. Team team. T T T T. So yeah, the easiest thing would be like to put him on the team team. That would be the easiest thing. Yeah. But if he goes competes internationally, gets some points and stuff, would they have a face off between him and whoever else was the top uh, 70, 73 kilo guy? <laughs> I don't. And, and whoever won is the one that gets to go to the Olympics. And Anthony's me. dying right now. Yeah. So if you're an audio listener, Anthony's just dying. I don't know who the guy up. is in that weight class. Um, but I also can't imagine if he's going for the normal weight categories that, like, not the team team, 
that he would actually mm-hmm. go for 73 again. I think he would move up. Why? Because that weight you cut. You make weight? His cardio is already, like you said, as you get older, cardio is already like bad. So why would like cutting weight will make it even worse? Um, so I, that would be I, yeah. 81 then. I, I, that's my guess. I think if he's not going for, I think number one, he's going to go for team team. If that's uh-huh. not the case, I think he's going to go for 81. That's my um, personal assessment. Hmm. My guess. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, good luck to him. We'll be looking out. We'll watching, see what happens. We update our audience on uh, what's going you know, on. You know, what will be interesting though. If he stays what? in 73, he's in the same category as uh, Lee Wan He. <laughs> mm-hmm. two, we can have boy. two retirees. No, not my. <laughs> think we have two retirees going going against each other in the same weight class. Yeah. Well, you think they'll fight each other in the first round? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Next is going to be uh, what's that other Mongolian girl that we liked? Uh, what's her name? Uh, um, um, oh, crap. I Mongbat. Mongbat. Yeah. Mungbak. Next, she's in retirement yeah. too. Mungbat. Yeah. Mungbat. Yeah, maybe her MMA Next. career didn't work out, and she's like, "Screw this! I'm going back to judo." Like. <laughs> Well, she hasn't been posting a lot of MMA stuff. I think she went back to Mongolia because she was training at um at um what's name? Jackson Jack- Winks. Jackson so. Winks, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen her uh, post anything about training there in a while. So she won that um what was the it? The amateur match. belt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the amateur belt she won. It was like, all right, I've done it. I got a belt in MMA. I'm <laughs> done now. I'm going back to Mongolia. I'm become a politician. That's what they all do. They all no, I just I just think there's more money. A lot of more, a lot more people are realizing there's just more money in MMA in, in Asia and China and specific, specifically. So oh, you and your um, one championship, not one, not just one, just China in general. Uh, mm-hmm. What what's what's her name? Uh, I can't remember. There was a either a jujitsu athlete or a judo athlete. Don't quote me. There's someone that there was a girl that was like up and coming star in, mm-hmm. in the fight scene here locally and then um she did really well then she lo- she was like oh this is all you guys get paid here so she's <laughs> like screw this i'm going back to, i'm going to china going back to china because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. make more they just have more money there um yeah fight scene there there yeah. was a person that i was um training with at another gym a long time ago and they were just saying how expensive things are here in America compared to in yeah. Asia. I don't want to say where they're from and stuff, but compared to in Asia. And they're saying for what I get paid to fight and live in Asia, I live like a king. Or if I fight yeah. and live in America, even though it's better training, I live in America. Yep. I'm like not making enough money to survive, which is crazy. Yeah, it's not, like one of those trade offs. Like, am I going to get great training in America, mm-hmm. but live like a pauper, or get okay training for certain things in Asia, but live like a king? It's like, which one do you choose? Well, again, like I said, eating healthy here is so freaking expensive. The only thing Just you Amer- go to the have- store. <laughs> only, the one thing they have going here is protein, like meat, is really cheap here compared to other mm-hmm. parts of the world. Um, but otherwise, there's the healthcare costs is a lot. Um, I mean, you have to, if you make it to the UFC, then they'll cover it. But before that, that who's going to cover all the the injuries and bangs that you get? So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think there. if I was a fighter, I'd probably end up fighting somewhere else too for that reason. Well, living somewhere else. I'm about fighting somewhere else. Yeah, living somewhere else. Yeah. Where it's cheaper. Yeah. But like I said, it's the trade-off between training and um, quality of training and the quality of living. 
So that was just some interesting thing that happened this week. I guess we were going to talk about it more, but I guess we're not. Like, it's not really yeah. much to say about well, it. No, like, I mean, it's it's just, I wanted to say, I don't know what kind of timeline I'm living in, but I'm not enjoying it. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, it, it's just all the retirement things. And then there's the, what do you call it? Um, Elon versus Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, you want to talk a little bit about that? Then? Elon versus Mark Zuckerberg. And then I heard there's, <laughs> just today I heard like, uh, Pacquiao's fighting Floyd Mayweather again. Like, are they going to do like one of those? What, what do they call us? They're not, they're not, um, oh my God. Um, sm- it's not a smoker fight, but it's a no knockout fight. They're calling them now where they're not allowed to knock each other out. Which I, don't know. I think it, it's weirdest. I always <laughs> thought a lot of those high profile boxing matches are more like a circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to get so much hate for that, but that's just how it's, <laughs> it seems like to me, especially mm-hmm. with what's the, that YouTuber guy. Oh, uh, the, I'm not gonna. I don't name him. I don't give him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know the, exactly what you're talking about, but I'm not yeah, gonna so name him. Yeah, so especially since he's been like, and people pay for that shit. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what? You're you're making your own sport look bad. So okay. Um, so back to the Elon Musk Zuckerberg thing. Since <laughs> you brought it up, let's talk about this for a little bit. Just for this fun. is grappling, technically. We're, we're, we're going to lose people during this yeah. part of the episode. I'm sorry, guys. Please like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> least. Okay. So the Zuckerberg thing, all right. So Zuckerberg, uh, I believe he lives in the Bay still. He's mostly doing, he does a lot of BJJ, okay? I'm not sure what his striking is, all right? If he's just doing kickboxing or boxing or what he's doing, but mm-hmm. he's, no, he's doing a lot of BJJ, competing at BJJ tournaments. Which I would love to be one of the guys that go against him. I think so their, their, their match is going to be a, a cage fight, like MMA fight, right? Yes, it's not, MMA it's, fight. It's, it's not this, a grappling this, match, okay. Who knows if this is going to happen or not? This is some BS that- well, The last I heard um, was like the Elon Musk- Last I heard, Elon Musk's mom thing, you know, was like, uh, no. <laughs> and then, oh, it's off, guys. My mom said no. My mom said mom I can't said, fight. No, I can't fight. But okay, let's go and tell the tape. All right, whatever. I don't know a height and weight. So let's talk about but now they're like, martial oh, it's abilities. On <laughs> it's on it. <laughs> the UFC said that they would have it at like a special event or something. Uh, Baron, uh, BKFC said they would host it. Uh, Karate Combat said, oh, no, we'll do it for you. I even think one championship bump jumped on the wagon and said, no, no, we'll do it for you over here in, in Southeast Asia. Uh, I know those are the big ones. I'm not probably other ones probably said they'll have it too, but it was like big ones. I said that you can host it here. Um, so with uh, Zuckerberg, he's a grappler. I'm not sure how much striking he's doing, but he's doing a lot of grappling. Who's I'm not trained sure the blue belt. I, there's yet. some BJJ guy um, that's training Zuckerberg. I forgot his name. And then I, I don't know. And then well, GSP, he has some money. To, yeah, and then GSP he has some money to get tra- privates. Yeah. Yeah. And GSP's training Elon. Is he? Yes. Because <laughs> I know I've heard Elon is doing like, some weird mystical martial art like Steven Seagal BS stuff. No, so right you know now. Elon, you know Elon Musk did judo as a kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. But I'm saying like what now he's doing. Like I heard he's training some mystical martial art guy. But if he's training with GSP, okay, good. At least he's training. So he's training with GSP person. and then Elon's training with some other BJJ guy. I don't know. Um yeah. but it it's, I just it's like a classic what is striker versus grappler. It's a classic striker yeah. versus grappler match. <laughs> And I'm not even the same weight class. Elon Musk is like at least two something. You see that guy? Like yeah, I know they're that's saying. The other thing. I know they're saying like, oh, he's, he's huge. Like 185. BS. This dude's like 230. My ass. All right. Mark Mark Zuckerberg it's, looks like he's like 180 or maybe 170. Oh, I think he's like 170. Maybe it's yeah. floating between 170, 180 or something. Like, how you can get this match sanctioned? It has to be um, a smoker fight or uh, or um, Dude, they're fucking rich. They can do whatever they want. They can buy an island somewhere and host a fight if they want to. <laughs> fight Island, guys. We're bringing back Fight Island. <laughs> all right. 
We're going to have Enter the Dragon rules, all right? It's blood sport, a real blood sport, a real kumite, all right? Oh, my God. I, I, it's just, like, the thing that can make this worse is if they put some of their company stuff on, on the line, like, oh, if I win, like, you shut down threads or something like that. That is some, oh, like... Oh, that would be it, yeah. Dystopian, <laughs> threads. dystopian thing, like... I. You know what I'm thinking of when I, I see this, I hear this, and where it's going? Like Idiocracy. Ever watch Idiocracy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they had that, that Thunderdome, Croc- hey, they had Thunderdome monster truck thing? Yeah. Side thing. You guys know where Crocs came from? Idiocracy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why they picked Crocs to be in Idiocracy? Because they thought these shoes are so dumb. No one would really wear these things in real life. And yep. look at us now. <laughs> yeah, so I just thought about how they're going to make decisions based on that like hey instead of suing you let's just have our ceos like fight it out in in a cage match somewhere <laughs> i want putin versus where the president Zelensky is that his name the one from uh the ukraine i want Zelensky. a cage match they're gonna be the, they're gonna be the, they're gonna be the coming event all right <laughs> uh but yeah this would be it's not gonna happen there's no way this is gonna, this is all just talk this is never gonna yeah. happen my mom wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> well, you want to talk about 51 years stuff. old. I can do what I want. <laughs> I can do it. Mom. Uh, like, you want to talk about another crazy match? I don't know when it's happening soon, I believe, is the uh, Nate Diaz versus the, I'm going to say his name, one of the Paul brothers, the one that still boxes. They're going to have a fight, which another one that I don't know how it's going to happen because the Paul brother, again, fights at 185. I yeah, I refuse to like give that. him attention because it's just going to keep happening if you keep giving them yeah. attention. It's like he fights 185 and Nate would just would always joke, would always like just gloat about like, yeah, when I fought at 170, I just wouldn't eat lunch or like you want to eat breakfast or something yeah. and weigh in. So it's like, how are they going to allow now. this fight? Uh, I don't yeah. know, man. Crazy ass world we're living in. These celebrity boxing matches. It, it reminds me of MTV. Like get back Celebrity in the day, TV cele- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating myself now, so no, we all are. All right, yeah. we all are this way. All right, okay. So with that, is there anything else we want to talk about? People coming out of retirement, or any more celebrities or millionaires? Oh, please stop coming out of retirement, please. <laughs> Watch after we record this episode, and then within the next week, someone else is going to announce a retirement. Uh, coming out. No, they're going to announce coming out of retirement. They're going to announce out of retirement. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I wasn't out. serious about Philippe coming out of retirement. He's not actually, as a, as far as I know, he's not actually going to compete at Winter Nationals. So. No. Actually, it did remind me. I heard that Bigfoot is coming out of retirement too, actually. I didn't is that know a that. wrestler? Bigfoot Silva. Like Anderson Silva? I, I don't know. Who the you don't know Bigfoot, Bigfoot Silva? He, no. He fought, in, uh, he fought in the UFC for a little while. He's one of the guys that beat Fedor, I believe. Yeah. Um, he's the one that has a huge glandular problem. He's a Brazilian guy. Ah. Nope. Let Anthony know in the co- let Anthony know in the comments section. All right. So, with that, <laughs> please murder like, share, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at the Tommy Talks. You can follow us on Threads now at the Tommy Talks. You can follow us on YouTube. Oh, man, at the now Tommy we have Talks. another thing to add to the. I know. Thing. I got another thing. <laughs> it's just three major things now. If you like us to talk about anything, give us things to talk about. Things that you want to ask questions or anything out there just hit us up at tatamitalk at gmail.com you can follow me at the jerry underscore one you follow anthony at anthony throws on instagram am i forgetting anything no <laughs> is that everything I'm good all right so with that don't forget to join the tatami talk team teams oh t-t-t-t-t-t yeah join the tatami talk team teams yeah yes 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 and stay retired 
Yep. And stay retired. Yes. Don't forget to stay retired. 